Hello, you are listening to the Nourish Gut Podcast. This space is for the woman who is suffering from digestive issues like IBS and SIBO. I am your host, Carly Raven. I am a naturopath, clinical nutritionist, gut health expert, and mother. My mission is to help educate you about IBS and SIBO and take you on a journey to resolving your digestive issues. I will have real conversations and give you solutions that I know actually work. So if you're ready to be bloat-free, poo better, have more energy and become free from the fear of food, then you are in the right place. Hello and welcome to a interview with the beautiful Victoria. She mm. is a current member in our Nourish Gut program and I just, I'm very excited to be bringing Victoria on because her journey with gut health has been really, really long. She's suffered from IBS for 10 years prior to finding um, the Nourish Gut program and engaging with therapies. Um, And part of her journey is uh, finding out that she actually has SIBO. So she's part of that percentage of people that exist that thought they had IBS, but 80% of them actually have SIBO. And in the past, is it five months, I would say, around about? Yeah, well, I've been phase twoing for four months and I'm paying attention to those t- that time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so around about five months, um, I've been working actively with Victoria to treat the SIBO and her overall health and well-being. So I just thought it was a really great example of you know how you too could go from a place of suffering really really badly with something like IBS to finding out the root cause and Victoria is going to share with us today um, she currently feels better than she ever has and that hasn't come with some challenges and some ups and downs and a bit of hard work but she's there she's not completely there we're about to retest and find out the exciting answers as to whether the SIBO is gone. But yeah, if you're joining us today, please say hi. Um, and if you've got any questions for Victoria as we're going along, please ask. She is um, within the Gut Health uh, Rehab Challenge community, and I'm sure she will be happy to come and answer any little questions that you guys might have. Um, so um, Vic, tell us a little bit about exactly how you were feeling uh, prior to joining the Nourish Gut program. Okay. Well, sir, I will try and summarise 10 years, but I guess I got to the pointy end before I reached out to you. Um, But, yeah, just 10 years of IBS, which I think maybe many of you might appreciate. You just start to live with it. Um, You make accommodations, you make adjustments, and you carry on with life as best you can. And it's just like one of these things that you just learn to integrate into your life. So you adjust things. And now stepping back, I realize, you know, I've made career decisions and holiday decisions and many other activity decisions, you know, that um, are limited by access to a bathroom effectively. So, um, yeah, so I just traveled along like that for a while, did FODMAP, that I certainly felt better. Um, Never better enough if I was working with a naturopath to start reintroducing foods. I'd say, yeah, I feel a little bit better, but I wasn't better enough to be able to say, I can tell for sure whether eating this will change things. 
So I just found it easy to just FODMAP my way through life. Um, but then I just, I guess, increasingly started pulling more and more out of my diet rather than adding anything back in. Um, and so, yeah, I, I sent quite a few emails back and forth to Carly at the beginning going, yeah, but will it? And yeah, but... <laughs> These are my some. I'm a I'm a different problem, surely. She's like, no, I just feel like everything you're saying says SIBO. I'm like, yeah, but <laughs> anyway, um, I think within the first week or so on the SIBO diet, the prep leading into phase two, so phase one, we went to the. Uh, I remember it vividly because we went down to Melbourne for a weekend. So it was flights down. It was it was a big fancy corporate hosted thing so in other words I had no control over the agenda the timetable what I was eating when I had to get up and anyway I I spent that whole weekend perfectly healthy I kind of came back and went what just happened I just (laughs) spent a weekend where I got up in the morning went to the toilet and then the whole day was clear and I was like okay now I'm listening, Carly. Now I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that was that was me. That was my introduction. And then obviously we've I, I call it we've been on kill phase for four months, four months now. Um, but I was just saying to Carly before we went live, I've again torture tested it with all the holidays that we've been on in January and being forced to, you know, not having a kitchen, so being forced to find food out in the world. And um I really haven't responded like I would normally have done so to those sorts of diets. So I just, I do feel like we might be winning, um, which is great, fingers crossed. But yeah, so yeah, just in summary, 10 years of um, average, but manageable maybe. Although when I look back, you know, would question that um, because now to feel like everyone else feels is just amazing. So yeah. And can you give them a couple of the symptoms, like what's IBS meant for you? Like how is that symptom-wise affecting you day to day? Yeah, so um, my strategies for management would be to get up um, a good one to two hours before I needed to be anywhere in order to go to the toilet three to four times before I left the house. And then I would be, and that's pose, obviously, and it just would just never be empty effectively I would just constantly need to go and so I found the strategy was if I did it three or four times before I left then I could kind of manage my way through the day to the most part um, if I was spending a day at home that would be six to seven times sometimes I would go um, I went through menopause and I reckon that just seemed to exacerbate symptoms somehow I was just even more bloated like constantly bloated and I blamed it on menopause and thinking, oh, everyone's tummy goes a bit rounder at this stage of life, but just seemed not right. Like as much as we all complain at that point, I just seemed to be permanently bloated and uncomfortable. And it was just, it just sort of seemed to get worse and worse. And like I said, I was pulling all the bad foods out. So I thought, yeah, but they weren't that, those tricks were no longer working. So those were my symptoms effectively. And they resolved very quickly for you. You had a an incredible response to treatment. Mm. You were, not everyone, I do want to kind of preface this, not everyone, you know, gets this journey. Vic has been one of those people that she was probably just mentally, physically, emotionally, everything ready for this to get these results um, and threw herself in 
Um, and within the first month, even before you said within a week, you were noticing difference. But I think within a month, I was just blown away by, mm. you know, those symptoms that you just explained had pretty much gone. Like you were feeling like a completely, what we say, normal um, person again. And I mean, as treatment went on a little bit, um, you did have a few hiccups along the road. Um, yep. You want to tell us maybe what the challenges were for you? Um, and yeah, I'll that, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> sure. Um, so we went through the first round of antimicrobials and, you know, as you said, that was working terrifically to start with. Um, but as we got near the end of that dose, I was kind of saying to you, well, if I'm honest, maybe I'm creeping back into maybe three to four times a day. The consistency is not great. Just feeling like we haven't really hit it. Um, so we agreed to go for another four weeks on a stronger dose, um, which now upon reflection, I would say probably was very effective, but made me feel pretty revolting in the middle. Um, I was getting ready to throw the towel in and just go, I can't feel this miserable. And I know the pills that I'm swallowing are making me feel miserable, like just nauseous. I described it as morning sickness nearly, you know, just... I didn't feel like it all food made me feel ill, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, spoke with Carly. You also at that point had some challenges with the diet. Like you'd been uh, doing, because we did extend things out a little bit for you, yeah. because we were like, oh, it's we think it was still there. Rather than spending more money at, on testing at that point, we kind yeah. of went, let's just extend it. Yeah. Um, and so that means that you've been on an extended section of the diet for a longer mm -hmm. period of time so you also had that element of like not only were you feeling a bit queasy from the from the treatment you're receiving but you're also a bit like these foods i'm just yeah of eating um, these yeah no? well, i'm ready carrots. to move on <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to eat carrots anymore um yeah so <laughs> that wasn't helpful either um but it was mostly the medicine that was doing that to be honest because once um I had passed the I would say the die-off side effects I was fine I'm, I'm actually reasonably comfortable you get quite used to being on phase two um I sit back now and feel very pleased that I've been on phase two for this long because it's created some new habits that I don't think I'm ever going to shake again and um such a better way to be eating you know um just like the other day we were giggling about zoodles uh, zucchini noodles that are just and I'm like why would I ever eat pasta again they're so much better than pasta so um yeah anyway so I just by living with it for this long um that said I am still excited to start creeping into phase three and getting some of those foods that I've been coveting oh absolutely um, it's yeah the, the stage of treatment that I'm most excited for as well because you know for you you've been avoiding so many different foods for you know over 10 years now so yeah. I as a practitioner the most fulfilling part of you know working with you guys is actually being able to get you guys to a place where you know you have this beautiful inclusive diet and variety and they're not causing you symptoms so mm -hmm. yeah I'm super excited for you too so um how are you feeling now like very good very good now um yeah I I feel I just try and summarize it I think just eating doesn't scare me I think is probably the guts of it um you know I've gone out and well when I eat phase two it's just like 
everything's working beautifully in the system. You know, it's just, and I think probably this is what normal people feel like. Um, but after 10 years of just going, I'm going to eat that and then I'm just going to deal with the impact. You know, I can adjust my day tomorrow to deal with the impact. I'm going to sit down at this restaurant and just eat whatever's presented, you know, whereas now that's not happening anymore. Um, I'll get a little bit of a side effect if I'm out being a bit too cuckoo. But at the moment, if I'm eating phase two, it's, it's a well-oiled machine as such. So it's just so nice not to have that chirping away in the back of the head, I would say. And have your symptoms calmed down as well? I know really? that you're off the back of doing another SIBO test. So things can kind of get a little bit flary around there because you're drinking more high dose lactulose and fructose. And um, what was your experience second time around doing the testing? Because I know there's lots of people yeah. in here who are most likely going to consider doing testing or do it themselves do you have anything to say about the test oh, i have lots of advice and be very happy to coach anyone through it because i think <laughs> it's really it's really useful to know what you're getting into because i think the first time i went through it i it was like quite an awesome thing and so um it seemed more challenging than it was in a it's way overwhelming. there's a lot of information it's a whole process yeah. isn't it yeah yeah whereas this time i actually it may sound horrible, but I got up at 4.30, 5 o'clock and burned through the test such that by 8.39, um, I was done and ready for the day. Whereas the first time I did it, I got up at the normal time. And so therefore the test dragged all the way through to around lunchtime. And that was far more taxing. Um, I was forced to do that because I had a flight to catch and we needed to be out of the house at nine. I was like, Carly, I'm getting this test before. But it was... A much nicer, thousand percent nicer way to do it because I was, you know, I was just up doing a bit of meditation in the morning, you know, nice things early morning, feeling good about getting up early anyway. And yeah, so that worked so much better. Um, so yeah. Awesome. And how did you overcome some of the challenges that you experienced on the program? Like what are the things that you found really helpful? about the program mm. in terms of overcoming you know the little feeling crap at certain points the setbacks or the exhaustion with the diet um, and then maybe something else um, a challenge that you wanted to share but yeah, yeah tell us a bit more about that do you know what it's funny because I think I reckon I would nearly have a challenge every day of the diet just because you're moving through such a new territory. Um, but the joy of it is you're not moving through it alone. And so for the first, instead of, you know, FODMAT, there's lots of wonderful info out there and you kind of can figure out what you're doing and then there's the app and there's all sorts of great stuff. Um, but it still is just not quite enough when you're going through something like this where it's like, okay, I'm doing everything, but I've suddenly had a turn on the tummy or, um, I'm just desperate for, you know, I, I can't even remember, but I should go back through my feed with chatting with you, Carly, because I guess that's the joy of it is whenever I did have something that I'm like, okay, okay, this is too much. I need to check in. I was able to check in and get an answer. And most of the answers are quite, you know, logical and, and straightforward, but it's just nice to have someone to talk to that 
keeps you going through the process. So it makes it sound like a dreadfully hard process. It's not that hard, but it's just, well, I guess my point is that it's just lovely to be able to continually check in and go, is this right? I'm feeling like this. Should I be? Okay, cool. Yeah, you're telling me I should. That's fine. That's all I need to know. I get it. I think so. Clarification, um, yeah. accountability, and that extra support. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, absolutely. That's that's a bit. So the, the, the challenges were probably insignificant but in my world they were not and so it was just nice to be able to check in um I did lots of googling on phase two to try and come up with creative recipes and stuff anything that resembled um anything crunchy <laughs> thing other than carrots that doesn't count I'm like crackers or you know um when you put cheese in the in phase two recently that was super exciting um but yeah I, I don't know, I just, the whole family pretty much eats SIBO now. Like they come in the kitchen and go, oh, protein balls. What are they? I'm like, just at, back off. There's SIBO They're mine, protein balls. They're I'm, mine guys. <laughs> I'm not promising that this is, you know, but for me who hasn't had sugar in years, this is amazing, you know, kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Oh, so awesome. And you've been such an uh, awesome part of the journey and, you know, having your questions and your feedback is, you know, we love that as practitioners, you know, we've created an entire diet and, and roadmap for our patients and it's your feedback and you guys actively going through it and trialing our recipes that we've created um, that help shape it and make it even better. So we're really thankful for, you know, all of the questions and, you know, clarifications that you've needed along the way, because, you know, yes, it benefits you, but it's also really helped us in, you know, creating a resource that's going to help people in a better way. So thank you. what would you say to anyone who's considering joining the program um, and wasn't quite sure about it? Hmm. I would say do it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I guess that was me as well. I was sitting there going, look, I've tried so many things. What what is it going to make this one any more unique or different or whatever? Um, So I did sit on it for a little bit, you know, um, to just really think, and actually, I even called a GP and started talking to them about SIBO because it's the first time I'd heard about it. And interestingly, their comment to me was, um, you may very well have SIBO, um, but it's going to take you a good six months. You need to be in the right frame of mind. If you want to get rid of it, you need to be fully engaged. And then that's it was actually interesting because it was that conversation that made me realise that this is not going to be an easy journey and I'm going to need a resource like Carly if I'm going to actually get um, through this as such. It's not going to be something that I can do with a casual, occasional appointment with someone. So it was kind of talking to a GP that I just went, okay, now I'm getting the sense of the size of what I I personally am going to have to put into, um, you know, eradicate my body of this. But after 10 years I felt like I was in the right spot to put my back into the to the job. So I yeah. didn't know that. And that makes so much sense yeah. from a health professional supporting you because you have totally come in to this program 
ready to take this on like you've really just gone I'm I'm in I'm all in um and I think that says a lot to the results that you've gotten so far um what incredible advice and motivation you were given you know to kind of set the scene before even diving in so I think for anybody you know whatever journey you're about to take on you know health takes time so I think that's that's absolutely beautiful so thank you for sharing that um And one thing I did also want to share, which I didn't mention just before when we were talking about the support and accountability on the program is that I used to work as a naturopath, as a generalist naturopath um, for many years, just seeing people by appointment by appointment. Often it would kind of be monthly. Um, And I just then had my son, Will, and came back from maternity leave. And I was like, I want to do something different. I want to, as a practitioner, I want to feel like I'm making a bigger difference. I was getting great results with patients, but I just felt like what I needed when I was going through something similar was someone to speak to whenever I needed that's going to be there through different avenues and then also a community of other people to keep me motivated when, you know, life happens or my motivation slips. So that's why I created the Nourish Gut program so that you don't have to wait a month to get your burning question answered or you don't have to write an email and wait, you know, for that appointment or anything like that. Like we have a team that supports you um, and, and, you know, answers those questions within 24 to 48 hours, sometimes within five minutes. It really depends on when you send those messages as to how quickly we get back to you. But, um, and it shifted the results that I'm getting, you know, you're one example of that. Um, So I do think that there's a lot to be said for, you know, accountability and support. So I just thought I would mention that. Um, Is there anything else you'd like to mention or share about your journey or any words of wisdom to, you know, this beautiful new community of people like gut warriors that are suffering from, yeah. you know, a lot of them may be where you were. Is there anything you'd like to say before we say goodbye? Probably heaps, but I, I would be very happy to chat with anyone that wants to, wants to chat with me. So more than happy to do that. Um, but you made me remember something uh, again about FODMAP. As I said, there's so much wonderful information out there. So I was following my diet. I was having my naturopath appointment or my nutritionist appointment monthly, et cetera. And I said, yeah, yeah, I'm feeling better. And so she said, right, let's introduce one of the FODMAPs. Um, so start by having some chewing gum. And I didn't dare tell her that I'd already, I'd still been eating chewing gum the whole way through that like, you know, these little sensitivities, I'm like, that's where these diets, they're not complicated, but it's also helps so much to know exactly what you can eat. <laughs> um, and so sticking to phase two and going, um, these are my guardrails. And, you know, to know that so clearly, as opposed to even with all the information, it's just not enough support to fix the problem with occasional visits and, you know, kind of online stuff. So, yeah, I. I sort of feel like, like you've discovered yourself, Kylie, that this does need a little bit more uh, attention and support by patient to really help them get navigating and win. Exactly. (laughs) I think that um, going out alone is so much harder, isn't it? It's like, you know, and I think that's where temptation creeps in too, you know, when that, you know, if you've got a three to four week wait before checking in with your support person, what can happen in that um, 
time frame you know you can kind of go off the rails a little bit and then sometimes it's so much harder to get back on when more time has gone by yeah if you're not um, feeling good or, or starting to get any necessary uh, significant response to the diet that you're on then you just throw the diet for a little while and go you know what I'll just go back to dealing with it um whereas I think on this program well obviously on this program I didn't I'm, I'm down 13 kilos now so I'm very strict on the diet um, we're at the point now where it's like no more weight loss you know you now did- I'm ready <laughs> to start yes. it back on again for sure yeah because that was another goal of yours wasn't it like it was at the beginning I've overachieved I have to say (laughs) (laughs) but yeah because at the menopause phase and everything I was like everything's not fitting I'm just like this doesn't feel like my natural body shape you know as much as yes we all put on a little bit of weight later in life it just that's I've never really operated as big as I was and so um yeah that just felt wrong and so I knew I needed to shake maybe five or six so yeah I'd have hit double that but and it's such a great example of how inflammatory IBS and SIBO and gut conditions are because not once did I even talk about weight loss with you really like there was no weight loss plan there was no weight loss supplements or fads or nothing and I'm not hungry or anything yeah put it that way I'm not it's not like I've been it doesn't feel like I've been on a weight loss diet in a way I'm not deprived of food in fact I eat as much as I can every every meal like I'm I'm not sure in fact I'm scary to go out to dinner with I'm like back off that steak it's all mine (laughs) so you know I've not sacrificed whereas other times I feel like I have but this yeah so it just makes me so happy I just think you know and that's when the inflammation is you know raging through our body from different avenues like gut health and hormonal stuff and diet and lifestyle, um, you know, you're more likely to hold on to weight. Um, so I, I feel like with you just calming the inflammation in your body through all of the different stuff that you've been doing in the program, it's likely been the mechanism of action there, why you've got those results at the same time. So yes. thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. So much. Um, and being here to share with you know the wider community that we have Um, if you guys have if you're listening to this and you've got questions please ask and Vic um, and myself or Bernadette oh hi Bernadette and Steph sorry I we would I was just in this conversation (laughs) Um, please ask us Um, and if you do you're considering being a part of the Nourish Gut program um, and you want to talk maybe you're like Victoria and you want to ask us 10 more questions um, either just send us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or book a gut health call and we can talk you through that um, and make sure that you are the right fit. So I would love to speak to you more. Um, But, yeah, thank you so much, Victoria, and I'll see you in about half an hour on the call in the program. Yeah, awesome. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Carly. Thank you for now. (laughs) And thank you for the last four months. You're welcome. It's exciting. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Did you like what you heard? Leave us a review. If you'd like to learn more about my Nourish Gut program or the Nourish Gut Kids membership, head over to my website. Would you like to be a part of a community that gets it? Join our Facebook group, Nourish Gut Community, or come and follow me over on Instagram. All of these links can be found in the show notes. 
Thank you for listening and I will see you next time on the Nourish Gut Podcast.